Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Alexander podcast. And on today's episode, I got a special guest who goes by the name of Christian John. What's good, bro? What's goody, sir? Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever time zone you're at. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. I'm good. Yeah, man, I had to get you on the podcast, man. I've known you from a long time. You know, you're a singer, you're a musician, and I thought it was only right I had to get you on here, man. I'm I'm actually grateful, and, and thank you, man. I'm grateful that you got me on here, and I'm actually proud of what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Putting on for your city and putting on for the community. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you as well, man. I'm just, you know, trying to do my thing. As you remember back in the day when we would be chilling all the time, we used to have those uh, musical conversations and conversations about life, you know? So it was only right I had to, you know, make a podcast to show the world what we do, you know? Oh, of course, man. Like Especially coming from that neighborhood, man. The Appleways, man. It's, it's lots of legends, man, and it's lots of legendary moments, too, so. It's only right that a person like you, and you always been documenting stuff too from back in the day till now anyway. So it's only right that you actually come up with your own podcast and really show the world because you got footage, stamp proof. Exactly. You know, a, a lot of footage from like 10, 15 years ago, you know, of all the things we used to do from like studio sessions, going to parties, barbecues, everything in the neighborhood everything yeah man it's crazy well who knows maybe one day i'll put some of this stuff out for the world to see you know who knows i think you should do like a document man might as well do like a documentary on the whole movement the crab apple ways and the whole movement and hey man why not i agree stay tuned everyone stay tuned exactly never know exactly exactly (laughs) but uh for those who don't know who is christian john Christian John is an artist, singer, songwriter, producer, um, Jamaican-born. Um, I used to go by the name Show Stevens or Show, but um, currently changed the, the artist's name, revamped the whole imagery. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. the, you know how it goes, man. Yeah. Was there like a specific so, reason as to why you wanted to do a revamp? I think sometimes um, shows run its course and like the certain certain um in the music industry in a sense like in the Toronto scene it's like you know like a lot of artists do it every now and again like you know they revamp and yeah. they rebrand they rebrand and they bounce back and then they do you know what I'm saying even greater things than no, they previously yeah did. exactly no yeah. no no particular reason it's just you know when you find yourself and you find a, a um your true essence in just like putting out greater music than you did before and Mm -hmm. growth and experience um, brings change, you know? Yeah. How was it coming up as a musician in Toronto in the early years when there wasn't a scene over here? Um, Toronto is a different city. Everywhere I go, I tell people that. Like, I love Toronto. Like, I do my time in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, but Toronto is a different city. If you don't got it, People are not looking at you like that. Like, you got to have some talent. People got to know who you are, know what neighborhood you're from, your clique and whatever. So it's, it's, it's you have to go out there and really put that work in and make a name for yourself for people to recognize who you are. That's Toronto. 
and I'm and I'm pretty sure it's like everywhere, but Toronto has that street face capital that that hate. Like it's real. That shit is real for real for real. Like, you know? Yeah, and coming it's from like, you But know, they hate and love you at the same time. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's I agree. weird. It's like you gotta you gotta go through your battles coming from Toronto. And then if you're lucky enough to make it out, that's when you'll get that stamp of approval. And people will be exactly. like, All right, this guy made it out the screw face capital. Big up, you know? Exactly. And it, it's sad because man, I think I honestly believe Toronto birthed so many. I see people like, oh, the U.S. and no shots taken at the America, but we birthed the singer and rapper, yeah, the singer rapper, the the melodies from day one. I agree. From day one, like we 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 invented that since like the early two so thousands. It's just that we didn't have the light. Two thousand from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. We just we just never had the the, the the light on us to say yo. But the early 2000s when the young boys like yourself and E. Pizzy, Caesar, Caesar, Benji and them on the, yeah. is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Seven Thomas and them on the start, really, woo, 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 big odds start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like okay. Really making that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're making Young that and noise. start making those moves. Yeah. Showing people like, yo, we have that singing, rapping, melody type of vibe, flowing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. and But it really got put on the map with like Drake, you know, cause as he oh, started doing like the singing and the rapping, you know, incorporating yeah. it into one. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. one really seen that before, but like low key, I agree. we were like doing that stuff from time. Every you know? day, every day. <laughs> this is, this is an Apple ways vibe every day. Once you, I feel like once you have that Caribbean background or, mm-hmm. you know, that we're very multicultural and we're, and we're, and we're very cultural at the same time too. But yo, our, the Caribbean culture is so heavy influenced there. So we mix the patois with the 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 the, the R and B and the, the hip hop vibe. That's where we get that swing from. You know what I'm saying? And I can't lie, I have to big you up too because I don't know if you remember, but you remember back in the day you were always the man that used to start the vibes off. You know, you'd be singing or <laughs> telling us, yo, let's go to the studio, let's do this, make beats. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, to be honest, I, if that's what it is, I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's been so much. Like when you do so much, are you? We've done so much stuff. I I don't pay attention to the things you do, but you don't see the mark that you actually leave on people. You know what I'm saying? Left yeah. Behind. So I'm gonna take that. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's that's dope. Yeah, I had to let it be known, man. You know, I gotta let people know some of the backgrounds. You know, the behind the scenes. You know. Well, of course, of course. Hmm. Who inspired you to make music? Um, to make music, like I, I come from a musical background, so I was born in Jamaica. I started singing at the age of seven in church choirs and, and such. And my uncle Iroy, like back in the eighty, back in the seventies, eighties, nineties. So there's Uroy, the reggae artist, and then there's Iroy. So that's my mom's older brother. So I grew up in his household, Spanish town. So as a child, I saw like him doing. You know what I'm saying? And he had a song called Turbotronic, the Bionics. Like, you know, we have Stone Love and then you have Turbotronics. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, like, I used to, as a child, I used to hear the music. So that's one inspiration from him. And then both my parents sing anyways, right? My mom and my pop sing. And then my inspiration is from, like, I like James Brown, Bobby Brown. Right. 
you know what I'm saying? Rick James, all Sam legends. Cook, Marvin Gaye, like all the legends, like you know what I'm saying? And then obviously you trickle over to like the Chris Browns and and then I'm still gonna go back to Sugar Prince. If you don't know, now you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so forth, and you know what I'm saying? The Glenn Lewis and the, the Aeon Clark. So I have a lot of inspiration from the the back in the day to like, you know what I'm saying, current. Yeah, yeah. What was the first song you wrote that made you say, I can take music seriously? And what songs have you wrote for other artists? Because I know you're a songwriter as well. Oh, man. Um, I was probably like 13. And I, I, it was like, like obviously my mom knew I could sing, but it's like poetry, right? And mm. then she's like, yo, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, what? And she's like, the fact that you could like make words rhyme and it makes sense and mm-hmm. stick to the actual the um the topic stick on the topic that yeah. you're, you're, you're talking about or whatever so she's like yo that's dope and i was like 13 but i never took it seriously until i don't remember who approached me like a few people approached me and said yo you should start like doing hooks and writing for people but uh, like you said i'm always been the guy to as soon as i hear a beat i can give you two three different flows on it boom 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 yeah. boom and then from then I started seeing that yo, the pen is like very heavy, man. It's mighty, so I took it serious. But you know, is there? A, I'm gonna say like when I was 13. Okay, is there? And, a, mm-hmm. Is there a specific song that you wrote down that made you say, "Yo, this is fire. I'm gonna pursue this." Mm. Or is it like too? Is too far back to remember? It, it, it's kind of too far back to remember, but I'm, I could start with like, with like um, on a Seven Thomas beat, um, Shadi, I can't deny, I can't deny, mm-hmm. you know. And then then because Seven was like, yo, this shit's fire, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it takes a lot to move a man like that, so it was like, yo, that fire. So when he heard that, I was like, yo, and then I did that little EP, and then it was like, yo, it was it was booming. But yeah, sorry to even touch back on, like artists I've written for, like I've written for Glenn Lewis, the for Carl Wolf, like a lot of records for Carl Wolf, um, a lot of local artists too as well, um, Blake McGrath, um, CNN Heroes, um, so far that's what I could really remember. Okay. So how did how did that come together? Did they approach you, or did someone find you and let them know and connect you? Um, yeah, like a few people that like, connected me. Like, okay, voice okay. connected connected me with a lot of like the vibes. Um, I had a manager at the time, Jackie, and she was managing. Actually, used to be a clique. Actually, so me, Voice Alexander, which is Aon Clark, Drake, D Ten, Boy Wonder, and I myself. And we were managed by Jazzy. Okay. He used to work the street. He was used to Jazzy used to work the street team for Bad Boy for Puffy. Okay. Back in the nineties. In okay. the nineties. Yeah. And I got introduced to Jazzy. I'm trying to remember how I got introduced to Jazzy, and then we formed a, a, a like a super click. And D10 and I went to high school together, so that was like automatic. Yeah. And then Aeon, Aeon introduced me to Drake, and then it was like boom, 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 and then we were in the studio every day or every weekend, just grinding and making hits but it's always and then and then to fast forward i met jackie um to my boy beat merchant 
Okay. And he introduced me to Jackie, and she was she managed Carl at the time, or agent for Carl. And she's like, "Yo, Carl, I know this guy. He could write." And he was like, "Nah." Yeah, you know, yeah. Everybody try to downplay you when they hear that you do music. You know how it goes. I'm gonna tell you they can sing or rap, and they're of like, course. yeah, whatever. yeah. And then when you hear the record, and then when I the first session, I stepped in the in, in the studio with Carl. I I wrote Mash It Up, featuring Juicy J, and it was like boom, it was automatic after that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and then and then after that, I wrote like like three albums with him. I wrote uh, Magic Hotel featuring Timberland with him. Um. Yeah, man. Okay, so so you can say your pen game strong. My pen game is okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's yeah. your favorite song you've recorded thus far? My favorite song? Oh man, I don't know. I, I like I recorded one yesterday. It's called. Like I'm working on a reggae project. I got a sync license deal, like a sync licensing um with um BMG. Okay. Um, through a label called Depth Seven. Like you know, Jackie runs that label too. Um, I don't know. There's one called Not Giving Up. I like it's all reggae because I'm doing this reggae EP for um BMG. So that and um, knocking down Babylon. It's it's like. I'm gonna say knocking on Babylon right now. Okay, I don't want to put you on the spot, but can you give <laughs> us a little sample, or is it, or is it too exclusive? It's exclusive, but I could give you a vibe. Um, so knocking on Babylon would mean like, um, how long do we have to suffer? Mm, while am I beyond our pressure? You know what I'm saying. Them not leave with no choice. Then them take away your rights. This is survival time. People let's unite. Whoa, come back, we switch up. Give me me liberation. We're knocking down Babylon. You know, them type of vibe okay, there. Yeah, I can't lie. I need to hear that on the beat. It's sounding yeah. fire acapella. So it's, like, it's like, it's a real reggae. Like, it's mm. a, it's a, it's a, it's a anthem. It's talking about the systematic you know, foolishness, you know, you know, yeah, what the yeah, yeah. Be, man. And we're just like, it's time to liberate yourself and liberate us as a culture and us, even as a people from the foolishness and the foolery, you know, you just got to pay attention to a lot of, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what it's really about. And also about, I believe, and some of the lyrics is, I believe the children are the future. So the system needs to change. We need a revolution, you know? Yeah. It's like a positive vibe record. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Very okay. conscious, but at the same time, it's, it's really, really, really positive. Okay, okay. Yeah, you usually can't go wrong with those type of records. And those type of records no, usually know. resonate with the people. That's the key, right? Exactly. You gotta you gotta resonate with the people. This music is not for me, it's for everyone. Man. Exactly. It's not just for me. And that's I how might... it should be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the creative process like when it comes to making music? My creative process is usually I like I'm weird, like a weird type of guy, like I don't know if you know this. When I was young, I used to take the train. Like, my favorite toy as a kid was the train. Mm-hmm. So I used to take the train and ride from, like, Kennedy to all the way to the West End. You know, the east side to the West End and just measure the beat. Or if I'm in a studio, then I just vibe. 
I'll vibe with the beat and then make two, three different songs, four different hooks for the same, and then pick the best one, the best melody that goes with it. So that's usually like my writing process, you know? Like I'm to myself and, or if I'm around and I'll bounce ideas off, yeah. you know, man, like you, Seven and Caesar Benjamin on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't really know what it takes to actually build a song or like the creative process behind the song. They think like oh. you just hear the beat and then you just go. Yeah. No, no, man. Um, you gotta, it, it's gotta be a marriage with the, the beat, the lyrical content, the melody. Exactly. And the story. And also the story you're trying exactly. to, you're trying to write or the picture you're trying to paint. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? When I write, I want you to see it and actually experience it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Music is the only thing that could you could go back in time and you can live in the current, present, and you know what I'm saying? And transcend to the future too. Exactly. So it's like I wanna I wanna take you back, take you in the present, and then let you imagine what the future will be like. So mm-hmm. that's you know, it's it's not as easy as people really think it is. I know. It's a lot. And you gotta be crazy musically inclined too to really exactly because capture people you know because when i have conversations with people i try to let them know you gotta listen to like the sonics or like the 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 way the beat drops or like the hi-hats or you know the bass drops and certain stuff like that it's it goes it's very in-depth it's an in-depth process you know oh oh, very It's, it's very you're right like you know i'm a man like you could actually just sing on a bass line alone yeah like there's a specific flow that you you have on a baseline, or there's a specific vibe with the hi hats. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And like I said, man, we've been doing it. Exactly. Like you know, I ain't gotta say much. You've been doing it. You know, Caesar Benji been doing it. Exactly. Seven Thomas on the Monday been doing it. So and that's the vibe. You know. Exactly. It 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 goes way deeper than meets the eye. You know. Yeah, then just oh, you you hear a beat and you write a song, and and, and a lot of people think that you hear a beat and write a song, and it's just a hit record. Like no, like not not every record I write is a hit record. There's good songs and there's hits. Exactly. And there's, and there's dope, like vibes and it creates a mood. You know, Facts. cruise me. I like I like cruising music. The reason why I like cruising music more, I like um, cause slow and steady win the race in a sense for me. I agree. Like, I, I like creepers instead of I. I I'm, I'm gonna say creepers instead of cruising. Music. Like creepers, meaning like you're cruising, it's a hit, but you don't realize till y'all the end of the trip. You're like, yo, damn, that's what he was talking about. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, it lets you think. You know. Yeah. I like creepers like that. That just nothing good comes when it's too quick. Of course not. You know, the, the the like you said, the steady wins the race. That's always the best way. Yeah. Slow and steady win the race, man. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your music? Um, my music is a is a mixture of everything. Very reggae based, influential, R and B, like contemporary R and B. I'm I'm an old school guy. I like real R and B. I don't like all this redundant. B and Ho and all that stuff. I don't put that in my music anyways because I, I feel like, yo, and I have daughters, so I feel like if you're going to put something out, 
just remember the kids are the youth them are paying attention to what you're saying and you're you're, you're trying to influence a whole generation so mm-hmm. the best thing is to the best thing is to um sorry you can hear me right yeah yeah the best thing is to um inspire the youths you know or if you if you're going to talk about like what you've been through whether it's the the hood or the what the hustling but yeah you can touch on it but you say I had to do that because I had no choice mm-hmm. or I had a choice, but I chose this path, but you don't have to do it. But I feel like you don't have to do that to get, you know, to get to where you need to. So I always pay attention to what I say. Yeah. Cause yo, words are very powerful and people, the tongue is very mighty. People, they think that when you listen to a song, fam, if you really listen to a song, you have to really take it in of what a person is really saying, you know? Yeah. Because it's very powerful, man. The energy you put out from your tongue, just know you're going to receive it. Exactly. If you're preaching about woom, woom, woom all day, what do you think you're going to get? Exactly. Eventually. And it's it's crazy that you say that because in this day and age, a lot of people just listen to the beat. They're not even really listening to the message that's on the beat. Facts. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Facts. Nobody, pay, nobody pays attention to the the message your lyrical content. Nobody even care about lyrics no more. They just want to be in a club or want to hear a bounce and they're like, oh. But I like, like I said, I like, I like slow and steady and creepers. Like, for instance, I like, I like, I, like, I make a lot of like female records. Like I relate, I make a lot of different type of records. Anyways, yeah. But what I'm saying is I'm, I make a lot of female records and the records I tend to make is, yo, after you party, do you whatever, you drink, you smoke, whatever you do to take you to that you know, that vibe. After you come down off that vibe or that high, I want you to listen to something conscious. Mm-hmm. Because you don't party every day. Exactly. The sun don't shine every day. Someday it's cloudy. Someday it's gloomy. Whatever you want to say. Someday it rains. So you're not going to party every day. Right. So the days you're not partying, when you come to your senses, what are you listening to? That's the type of music I want to make. True. That's the type of music I make. So when you, then you get a, you get a message and it'll you last longer. It'll have longevity. Of course. Of course. Of course. It has to. Mm-hmm. It has to. Because everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, we all have it. As humans, we all have this in common. <clears throat> a lot of things in common, but this one thing we have in common. We have a conscience. Right. And your conscience eventually keeps at you. If you did something good or you did something bad or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. your conscience is at you all day, every day. So if you hear a song, Subconsciously, it's in the back of your head throughout the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So okay. we all have that in common. And once that's, that thing starts playing, that's it. What top three artists, dead or alive, would you love to collab with and why? Um, I'm going to say... Tupac, Tupac, one, because Tupac changed your culture. People, I, I, you know what the crazy thing is? I hear a lot of people say Tupac's not. How is Tupac a legend? I said, I'm going to break it down for you. Tupac started this, or he made nose piercing popular, ball head in a sense in the 90s, crazy popular, mm-hmm. tattoos on the chest, that birthed Lil Wayne, and that's even too far early. 
um, late Pepper, DMX, Ja Rules, Little Wayne's, and all these other cats that tattooed as a, you know what I'm saying? So Tupac shaped the culture and then the message. Tupac will give you a hit him up, but then he'll give you a Brenda to have a baby. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. Um, Dear Mama. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So Tupac, Tupac, and then, so I would love to, to really, even if I don't get to work with him, to pick his brain to see what, like, what he was thinking. Yeah. His thought process you know what I'm on a lot of his stuff. His thought process and like, yo, how you, you do all that. You know what I'm saying? And how you change a whole culture. You change the culture. You change the game. You know? That's one. Um, I'm going to say my uncle for what he did in the reggae culture. And I heard, not even heard. Like I know, Today, I know he has 70 studio albums. Who? 70. My mom, she's like, yo, there's 70. She know of. There's more. I don't know if people say you'll work with, yo. His work ethic is crazy. Ethics is crazy to do that. Of course. And if you don't know who he is, like I said, his name is Ira. The video game, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. Sidewalk killer, sidewalk doctor. That's my uncle. The, the very first Grand Theft Auto. He's on that. Okay. Then he has a song called This is Black Man, This a Black Man Time. You know, from back then, he's making records like that. And um, well, they know what a young girl want. So, him now with his, and he was very smart too. He could, he could, um, he was an artist, he can draw, and he was an accountant at the same time oh, and wow. a musician. So, he was nuts. Yeah. He was like crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Crazy, like genius, like genius. So that's two dead. Alive. I'm gonna say seven and Caesar Benji and Youngin. Okay, okay. Reason being, we started this like making a band shit. Niggas don't know. Like people don't know. Like White Clef used to come to the basement. These niggas were freestyling. Sorry to use that, but you guys were freestyling for White Clef in the basement, in the in the in the on the ends. You know what I'm saying? And I could say more. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 chemistry that we had, all four of us, was insane. It was insane. It's just it's just so. And I feel like the stuff that even we made then is current now. I know. And it's crazy. <laughs> I think we were like, like before our time, to be honest. You have, you have to be. If you're a musical genius, you're gonna be ahead of your time. Yeah, and and you know? like as I said at the start of the of this uh, interview, I used to enjoy, you know, waking up every day and 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 going to the house, and you all were there, and it was just like a vibe every single day. It was never a dull moment, you know. Soon as we we get up there, maybe one two oh, p.m. Man. in the afternoon, we're running Come beats on. all night. We're just coming up with ideas. We're having music conversations and just uh, and life conversations. It was just never a dull moment, man. I miss those times, man. 
crazy. I, I missed the like crazy, like crazy. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like E. E used to have a crazy flow. Crazy. And that's a talent I feel like yo, he could and I, and I, and I feel like Caesar is nuts too. That like he could really like take it there, lyrically and flow. Caesar was that flow. Yeah, man. He had all that vibe. You know what I'm saying? And then you got that, you know what I'm saying? That Ace Hood type of them skills and wittiness. And yo, you, you know something funny? You know who I used to go to for like, you know who knows hits? And I'm going to tell you this for real. And a lot of, lot of and you guys didn't know this. I used to go to Scrappy. Big up Scrappy. Yeah, man. Yo. Yeah. If I send Scrappy something, and Scrappy's like, nah, it's whatever. But when Scrappy says, yo, it's a hit, yo, trust me. Yeah, I can't lie. Scrappy's a, a man. You got to go to him. And Dead Eyes used to hit me like that, too. Dead Eyes yeah. used to be like, yo, that one, the bud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Scrappy used to give me that. He gives Damn, Yeah, he, he gives it to you real raw and uncut, real, you know? Right, right there. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, if usually you know, he'll tell you if it's if it's wacky, be like, nah. Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, and because so, Scrappy's a man that has a good I, ear for for what's a hit and what's I, not a hit. You ah, know? crazy! His ear is insane. He should be just an A and R, just just use his ear alone for, for mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. I think he's waste, wasting his talent mm-hmm. because Scrappy could tell you off the bat, yo, that's a hit. Or maybe it's a it's talent guaranteed. he has that he just doesn't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> now he knows. I think he knows it for him. For him, I think he gets more pleasure of seeing us like, yo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the fam, yeah. I live vicariously through you guys, through the music like that, what you guys do. Yeah. He knows. It's just that, you know, he lives through us in a sense. Yeah. In that perspective, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Or maybe he doesn't. Or maybe he doesn't realize that he has that talent too. You could be right. Yeah, you know, it doesn't hurt to, you know, just ask or see Mm -hmm. his answer to that question, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, it, t- it takes a, it takes a special talent to hear hits. You know, hear yeah, music. You gotta have the on ear. a whole different level. Yeah, you gotta have the air, and you, like you know what I'm saying. And as an artist, too, you gotta have a hit factor too. Like, there's a lot of crazy artists, but at the same time, there's a lot of dope artists. A lot of guys can rap. A lot of guys are trying to rap. A lot of guys can sing. A lot of people that's trying, but. You gotta also have that hit factor. Yeah, man. You gotta One, you have, have to have a hit record. Man. You, have, you have to have the look. You have to have that whole whatever vibe you, whatever vibe or imagery you're going for. You gotta have that. It gotta be the whole package. I agree. You know what I'm Personality. I agree. Yeah. I know you've performed live many times. Where have you performed? Oh my god. Um, I've opened up for Jeremiah in the U.S. DC, North Carolina. I've toured with Akon for like 30 days with Carl Wolf, Brendan Mullen, BAE. Um I've I perform we performed for We Day in front of like twenty thousand. Oh damn, how is that? His people. How is it? It's just crazy. Crazy. Just 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 imagine performing in the Sky Dome. And we did that, in, I think in, it's in Winnipeg. Like the Sky Dome of Winnipeg. We did that. Oh, okay. There. So just Dang. imagine that. 
Bro, all you see is lights. All you mm. see is cell phone lights. Yeah. Like when a, when the light goes off and then all you see is like cell phone lights. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine the vibe. The camera lights on and you see like 20,000 kids or people and you're like, yo, this is so real. It's insane. And then people gravitate to your performance and the, the, the message in the song. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a whole different ballgame. The production that goes behind that is a different ballgame. You know, it's it's different from three hundred a thousand to, and like we did all sold out shows with Akon across Canada, anyways, all like sold out. Yeah, like every venue packed. Damn, that's crazy! What an experience. from East Coast to all the way on the tour bus to West Coast, we did that thirty days or, or something like that or more. And yo, and then when you leave from like everything is sold out. But it's like a thousand and up, maybe two thousand people, fifteen hundred people every night. But then when you go from that to twenty thousand, it's a different bargain. Yeah, I, I for hundred percent. It's a it's a different feeling. It's a different energy. The ball. It's a different bargain. You know, like if you if you got stage fright, if you have stage fright, that it ain't for you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> the big stage ain't for you. Another question that leads or that's connected to that one. What places have you recorded throughout your life? Like in the States, Canada, and um, what were some I of the most in, memorable times? Yeah. So for the U S I recorded in North Carolina, like at one of my homie studio, um, back in the day, North Carolina, um, that's Toronto. Oh my God, some history, man. Sunny Diamonds. Like classic studio. Sunny Diamonds. Classic. Um, Cherry Beach Studio. Okay, yeah. I classic, another classic. Yeah. Um Did you ever go to phase one? No. Metalworks. Okay. Okay. Metalworks. You know those major studios, yeah, Metalworks. Yeah. But uh, but and I'm not taking Anything away from Metalworks because it's and 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 Cherry Beach legendary, but I think Sunny Diamonds is one of the most legendary studios in Toronto. I think every major Toronto major non major artist has been through Sunny Diamonds, like the Biggers, and Biggers brought me to Sunny Diamonds, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, and that's where you Caesar Benji Boy Wonder. Seven Thomas, myself, Biggers again, yeah, Brian. A lot, a lot of people came through there. Even artists Boy, from the Aon Clark Voice. Even art, major artists, like major artists. You know what I'm saying? The P Reigns, the whole like we know the like we can go, we can go on. A lot of people don't like know. Some, in the early years, Tory Lanes used to record there too. Tory Lanes, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Tory Lanes. So Sunny Diamond, legendary. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Dizzy, Dizzy and man like Dizzy and Lindo P. Lindo P. Yeah. Um Rose. Yeah, Rose. Um A lot of people. Movado. Movado. Yes, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot yo, of people came through there. It's a legendary studio, man. Yeah. A legendary studio. I remember we used to go there. We used to spend the whole day there, whole day. Man, there was a 
Well, and I don't, and I don't know if you remember this. If you remember what we used to do every day, we'd go there in the afternoon, stay till the night, and then I remember we used to live on uh, sunrise. We used to always get sunrise. And then we used to bring oh, the sunrise on. back to the studio. Yo. Back to the cr- Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, like man. that's a everyday routine. Everyday routine. Everyday routine. Every There's day. like two, three production rooms. You're bouncing from different rooms. Yeah. Whosoever is recording. Caesar could be recording a verse or a song. Yeah. And you're in the production room with seven going at it. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. We're just bouncing back. Bouncing Crazy. off energy, yo. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's part of super legendary. Mm-hmm, man. That's the I, I, like, like I said, like I've been to Trey Beach and like these crazy studios. You know, the, you pay out the yin yang, but at the same time, the energy in Sunny Diamonds is it's way different. Exactly. I, I agree. don't care what I don't care what nobody tell me. It's way different. Trust me. I I think energy yeah. plays a main main Just, key. Yeah. In, in when it comes to making music too, man. And and like I the agree. way how the setup was, as you stated, with like the two production rooms and then the main studio, then studio. people coming in, people vibing with you, and then it gives and, you that and energy. And people chilling, even people chilling in the lounge. Yeah, in the lounge. Yeah, stuff that's going crazy. And people are like, "Yo, you know it's crazy. Yo, what the heck?" And then and then you also meet new people that may want to collab with you or may want to purchase Hell a yeah. beat, and you know, you, it's like networking. The rec- the recoils, them on the. Is that what I said? Yeah, the vibe, vibe, so was, it's, it's, vibe was legendary. The vibe was crazy. Legendary. The vibration was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What would be your main message to your supporters and new supporters? My main message is uh, stay tuned. Um, I'm going to drop beer tunes for your head top, for real. Mm-hmm. And I'm back with a bang, man. I won't say much. You're just going to see it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it's all positive. It's all love. Because that's what we're about. We're about positivity. We're supposed to in- inspire love and make changes. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. And growth. Okay. That's my message. And like I said, stay tuned. I got a couple, like I said, I got a couple EPs with Sony, um, BM, not Sony, with BMG Music Group. And um, on the sync side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A reggae, a reggae EP that's about to drop soon. Um, the Heart of the Lion, which is a tribute to my uncle, my late uncle, great Iroy. You know what I'm saying? Late great Iroy. Um, the legend, you know what I'm saying? And I had one Christian John. Um, uh, R&B, like contemporary R&B. One. Popish too. Popish soul. Damn, so you got a lot so, of projects going at the same time. I, I, I got a lot of I got a lot of projects. I got a lot of stuff. I'm, there's talks about a publishing deal, so you know what I'm saying. I got a lot of few things in the world. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't, don't don't let and there's talking about yet. a little reggae, reggae. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Might be might be the lane that's about to. So, you know, the grace of God is working. You know what I'm saying? And. What I see that you're doing, it's like you're kind of cornering the market because you're touching basically every genre. What do you mean? I can, this is what I do. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Let them know. You know this, <laughs> yeah, this is what I do. Like, I can flow. I can rap. I can sing. I can DJ and, like, you know, dance all, dance all. Then I can do real reggae. Mm-hmm. Like, one drop, lovers rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. This that's is what I do. Yeah, that's why I like, said it's not to be cocky, but it's being confident and let you know I can do this. Yeah, you know. And you're not just contained to one genre. You can do every genre. No, you crazy. You crazy. 
I hear that. I'm a circle. I'm a circle. I'm not a box. You can't put me in a box. I'm a circle. I agree. I hear that. I go around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How no, do- man, the box got four. The box got four corners. The circle don't. Exactly. Exactly. You can yeah. adapt to any situation you're put in. Come on, man. This yeah. is what I like. I said this is what I do. It's like I said, it's not cocky. It's not arrogance. It's just confidence and knowing you. Mm-hmm. Once you know what you, you you're capable of doing, what you and know what you're doing, doing. It's like you know what I'm saying. I eat, breathe, sleep, music, man. Exactly. This is what I do. And nothing can hold you back once you can unlock that. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yo, the Most High, man. Come on, man. Who God bless, no man can curse, right? Exactly, hundred percent. This is yeah. This is from the Most High. You can't. You can take everything away, all the vanity, everything. But you can't take a God-given talent. Exactly. No matter 100%. what you do, hundred percent. Yeah, like you can. You can take all my music, erase all the music. No, I can tomorrow, wake up tomorrow, next two days, and write a hit. Exactly. Back on it again. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. Come That's on, what man. counts, man. That's what counts. Yeah. Yeah. How do you deal with haters who want to take your spot? You can't. I already have my spot from the most eyes. So you can't take what's rightfully mine as anyone. That's one. And your haters are your biggest fans. Your haters are going to go on the internet. Listen to your music, critique it, and make a comment. Your best friend or some of your homies that you chill ain't even doing it. So I appreciate the hate. The key is as long as you love to hate, that's all that matters. I agree with that. Because before you hate, there's love in it. I agree with that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So your haters are your best. People don't understand. Like I love that because it's more motivation for me to go in this. Like, yo, yeah, here you go. Go critique that. Keep keep that view up. Keep speaking my name. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because what you're doing is spreading that that energy of my music or whatever exactly. music we're creating around the world anyway. That positive energy, whether you like it or not. Oh, I don't like the way you sound on this part. It's trash. But then your comment is going to make people like, well, let me listen to that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. That's Appreciate why you. That's why people say haters are like your biggest fans. Because low-key, they're, they're promoting... Fans your music for you, you know? <laughs> of course. Yo, bad news travel fast than anything else. Exactly, exactly. And for a musician, watch this, for a musician, every, every promotion is good promotion. Whether it's bad, negative, or positive, it's still good promotion because one, people going to know you for that guy that did that. But at the same time, they know who you are now. If exactly. they didn't know, now they know. And then on the other hand, on the, on a positive note, people's like, yo, that's crazy. He's dope. So it's like, you know, you're not really losing. It's just if you're in a negative light, you just got to change the narrative eventually, right? Agreed. And make it positive. You know what I'm saying? COVID-19 affected the industry for about a year. What are your plans now that the world is starting to open back up? Um... Yo, I'm very low-key anyways. You know me, man. I'm not a party guy. I was self-isolated anyways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that doesn't really change anything for me per se. Because, like, bro, you you know me, like, from growing up. I, you always used to see me by myself. I come to the, the ends by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm coming. Family's, family's crib demand them, yeah. But I come by myself. I don't bring a bugger, man. Exactly. Oh, and when I leave, I leave by myself anyway. Or we just roll together wherever. Yeah. So I've always been that type of guy. Like, like I said, I'm always 
socially distancing <laughs> even before it was a thing <laughs> it, yeah even before it was a thing anyways but um it's good for the world to open back up and people to, to get back to normal and you know it's a lot of people depressed and you know what i'm saying and i feel it because not a lot of people could deal with being isolated or being locked up and being restricted but me i feel like when you are in a situation that's when you have time to better your goals, better yourself, find yourself. And then think about your chess move for the next couple months to a year, two, I agree. two years, right? I agree. So it's like, but but like I said, not a lot of not a lot of people have the mindset that we do. Mm-hmm. So like some people can't take the, the lockdown and it's a mental thing. And I get it too. It, it is harsh because, yo, like a, a lot of people are mental right now. You gotta check a lot of people. Like when I call, I went to my my dog. I tell him, "Yo, dog, how's your mental health?" Yeah, man, it's good to you know check. What I'm saying, him. "Yo, it's good to like." Plus, as black men, we don't check in. Like, "Yo, dog," you know, we have that crazy tough exterior stigma too. "Yo, don't cry." No, it's okay to cry. It's, exactly, it's relief of stress, and sometimes it's good happy tears. It's okay. A real man cries. A real man admit their wrong faults. And be vulnerable, and can be vulnerable. It's supposed to be vulnerable, because a lot that's of a work. lot of us black that's people you look at that as things. weakness. They look at it as like a weakness, you know. Yeah, no, you, that's when you're the most strongest. Recognizing your weaknesses, so you can make them stronger. How are you weak if you're if you cry, if you're vulnerable? Vulnerability allows you to understand situations, and and think um. And don't think. Like crazy like you yeah, know you don't make impulse like decisions. irrational yeah exactly you think rational you let it out let it out and let it go agreed and people yeah and that's how i think anyways mm-hmm. that, that works for me anyways yeah but like they think that you're know, a black man crying is weak you crazy man who should have tell you better worry about the man there exactly, exactly. where we're from when you see a man cry you have to know like yo this guy's crazy. Yeah, anything could happen. You know? <laughs> yeah, because a man could see the danger that he could cause you. And just because of that, he just let it out in a different way. Mm-hmm. And just say, you know what? He doesn't even know what I'm really thinking right now. If he only knew and what I'm capable of doing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's whatever, man. But it's only suckers really think that you're soft. Yeah. Until, until the situation goes left for them and then there's a different ballgame, right? Yeah. So, and, and for me, yeah. I can say COVID-19, you know, was kind of like a blessing because to be honest, I don't think I would be here doing this podcast right now if it wasn't for the COVID. Cause you know, it forced me to lock in and say, I'm not really, what's my next step? yeah. What's the next step or what's the next move. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times I was having convos with friends and stuff like that about certain situations. But I said to myself, you know what, why don't I just put these conversations on wax for the world to see? And here, you know, and then like I knew a lot of people would probably be going through a lot of, you know, situations and they wanted like an outlet. So I said, you know what? This podcast would be a good thing for people. Bro, listen, you created your own platform. Mm -hmm. You're an artist. It's a double whammy for you. Exactly. Exactly. And and, but at the same time, you you you've documented history with the Toronto music scene. A lot of people don't know that you have footage of history. I know. I know. Like, like in your possession. So 
your podcast and, and it's going to be dope. And you're giving these young artists a platform to be positive, to make something of themselves, put the guns down and change, talk shit out. Um, you found your niche. You found you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, And of you course. put work in, man. You're putting a work in. Of course. So, it, it, it's a blessing for you. And that's what I'm saying. You got to be able to see the blessing and the message to, to every situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said, COVID happened and then this BMG situation just boom. I was like, oh, let's go. Exactly. Even though I had other situations I could boom, 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 do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to currently work on two other than BMG. But it's like, what? Let's go. I agree. You know what man. I'm saying? So you, you found that. You, you found who you what you truly want to do and you're passionate about it because as I say, it coexists. You talk about music, which you're a crazy rapper, and it coexists in the same world. Exactly, exactly. Trust you me, know? trust me. And it's great promo for you too. Yeah, and it only I'm, gets I'm just bigger gonna throw it out there. I think in every in every interview to start playing your music. Yeah. You know what's crazy? When I was doing like I'm the audio, yeah, the, you know the audio um, versions of the podcast a lot of people would always hit me up to ask me what was the song that plays in the beginning and a lot of people didn't even know it was me unless you really know my voice you know but that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> a lot of people want to hear like more material but who yeah. knows maybe yeah. maybe soon i may you know release a little something because i'm always working as you know you know so who knows who knows well you have the you you have the platform to do it i love the backdrop too it's pretty dope yeah thank I you i love what thank you're you. doing i'm actually i'm gonna say i'm proud of you and like like I say, man, you know what I'm saying? We Scorpios, man, so we go-getters. We don't get it any anyway. And like I say, I know you from here like this. Yeah. So now the man that you are. So and I appreciate you. Know, I appreciate you and I'm proud, like crazy proud to see what you're doing. Thank you. I you know what I'm saying? You're making that. moves. Yeah, man. I, you know me from time. I've always been a man that was never afraid to put the work in. You know what I mean? I don't really ask for no handouts from no one. I just put the work in, you know? That's what I gotta of course, do. You, of course, you're your own man. You're gonna be. You always been a man to be like, yo, what? You're the only man in the hood to say, yo, let me get this all this on footage. Let me get this on camera. Yeah. Why everybody's not even thinking thinking that? It. You're like, yo, <laughs> let me document these these moments in time, this greatness. So it's like that in itself, it's pure genius. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's pure. It's pure hustler mentality, right? Yeah, I've always been that way, man. And when it comes to like editing and putting stuff together, I'm a man. I'll sit home, go online and research how to do it, and then I don't stop until I kind of perfect it. You know? So yeah, passionate about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it, you're a scorpion, man. It's a scorpion in you. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Yeah, man. If you could change anything about the music industry, what would it be? What would it be? I would change a narrative from this drug popping pill error error because a lot of guys OD. And like I said, you're going to influence a lot of these young cats because Toronto's culture, or all culture, culture in Canada, that, and I've been across Canada, it's never the pop perks, mollies, and all this. I and mean, that's not our culture. I, I don't. I get it. Certain cultures, that's what you do, but that's not our culture. Me coming from Toronto, we never had that. Our culture is you meet a one juice and smoke a spliff. Yeah, because it's Caribbean based too, right? Exactly. It's multicultural, and you know what I'm saying. But our culture is not like pill popping air. There's so many cats that 
OD. That's one thing. Another thing is the violence is escalating crazy. Crazy. On a level, the gun violence is insane. And it's like, even so, these young cats, they don't get it. Like I said, the energy you're putting out there, you're going to receive it. Just, just remember, a lot of these cats think they're invincible, but you're going to receive it. Any, anything you put out there in the universe, you're going to get it. So even though you have beef with someone, the person dies now. All of a sudden now, you're going on the internet. The, de- the dead can't even rest in peace no more. I know. They're going at it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I could change that narrative, so these young kids, that my kids and other people's kids don't see that and adapt, yo, that will be a great thing. You know? Or spark different minds to try want to change that because, yo, if it don't, it's going to get worse. I, agree. I promise you. It's, it's going to get... You're talking about a pandemic? That's a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy pandemic. The, the pills popping, the ODs, the... And, and and the gun violence and the and the, and the, and, the, and the talking ill of the dead is a pandemic. I it's agree, a crazy, man. like I it's agree. crazy. I agree. And a lot of musicians are losing their lives in the last like two three oh. years, man. It's like at an alarming young, rate. Young too, young man. kings, man. I know. Young kings, just just caught up, lost. Just like, bro, what are you, what are you beefing with him for? It's, it's just not a, life changing, man. It's like a cycle. It's like a like, never ending cycle, man. Cycle, like yo, you you good? You have millions of dollars. You're changing your family's life, your kids' life. You're feeding other families. What are you putting on? What are you putting on a show for the world for? To be cool. I know, man. I to be know. to look cool. Hopefully, uh, motherfuckers, hopefully, will, motherfuckers will wear a thousand dollars worth of jewelry, but not have, not have life armored cars or bulletproof cars. Or life cars. insurance. On our life insurance, <laughs> their cars won't even be bulletproof. I know, man, crazy. But they're wearing three, four hundred thousand dollars jewelry. Crazy. Priorities they're, are they're, all they're, backwards. All backwards, dog. <laughs> you gotta uh, have something to live for, right? Trust me, trust me. Hopefully, there could be a change. It doesn't seem likely, but all we can do is think positive and Let's hope. Yeah, and hope for the best. Pray for the best, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. My last question I got before I let you leave is what would you be doing right now if you weren't doing music? I'd probably go in the military. Oh, oh, for real? Oh, 1,000. Why, if I may ask? Um, it would be great security for my kids, too. Um, you got to stand for something or you fall for anything, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the the real reason is obviously you're trying to bring peace into the world, right? You're right. Like I said, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? To, to fight for something that you actually want or you think that the world or the world's need, the world needs this. You know what I'm saying? All these countries beefing over certain things. I don't get into in, in depth of what it is. And sometimes you don't even know where you in a country fighting for of course, yeah. You know, because you don't know the history of what went down, but you're there. You know, you just, I'll probably, like, for peace sake, and you know what I'm saying? Trying to save lives, man. Agreed. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, but the military, 100%. Okay. I like that answer. Okay, okay. Yeah. I even thought about it even now. 
Oh, for real, eh? Oh, hell yeah. yeah bro, you can't be too old to go to the military. It's not an age thing. Yeah. It's just like a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset, and yo, you know what you're going to. You, you're fighting for a cause, right? Yeah. Yeah. In your heart, you know you want peace, and you're trying to, you know? So that, that 100%. Okay, okay. So, mm-hmm. Christian John, for those who don't know who you are, where they where can they get in touch with you? Oh, and where can they find your music? Um, um, Christian John music. On so Christian John music on Instagram. Um, on Spotify, I believe, or Apple Music is C comma J A Y E. So C J. I only I only have like three songs out, but obviously, like I said, I have the same situation with um BMG. So they're gonna do all the Spotify and the Apple Music. Yeah, for so a rollout will be coming soon then. The barrage of music that's about to drop. Yeah, obviously there's a rollout. Plus, like most of my stuff has been submitted to TV shows and movies. Okay. Right as we speak too. So okay, you know all that too. So you might just hear a Christian John song and a few TV shows or a few movies soon. Okay, so I'll definitely be on mm-hmm. the lookout for that. Oh, and, I, and I'll definitely let you know what's popping. Okay, okay. Well, thank you again, bro, for taking the time out of your busy, busy day to come sit with me and, <laughs> you know, do this podcast episode yeah. with me, man. I appreciate it, man. But thank you, my brother. Love. Yes. Respect. Peace. Isn't it? All right. And I hope to, you know, get you on another episode soon, man. Oh, most, most, most definitely. It's been so long. I know work in the film industry, it's, it's bro, there's times where it's hectic and, you know, then, then you work 15-hour shifts and then when you go home, it's like, yo. Yeah, you're just done. <laughs> I'm up from 5.30 in the morning. You're coming home at like, you already know the time. So yeah. it's like, you don't really have time to really even talk on the phone like that. Mm-hmm. And then the weekends, you're just going to try to sleep or try to even have a day for yourself. Exactly. And then when you got kids, you got to make time for your yeah, kids too. You exactly. have to talk to them and check in and communicate. So it's like, it's a lot, you know, but at the same time, we're going to definitely, it's all about time management and that's what I'm working on better. Of course. Well, yeah, bro. Thank you again, bro. And, you know, I will have you on another episode and enjoy the rest of your day. Definitely. And yeah, we'll talk, bro. Thank you, sir. Have all a great right. one. Don't know, bro. Steady working, I never get no sleep. Don't hit my line if it's not about a fee.